0: Accepting ignore, just kicking
1: down all the doors. Guarantee you boy, fast for it, it's gotta be real big. I gotta make it just for my kids and for their kids, it's kids. That's wealth years and years. Promise my brother soon as he outta to finish this big. We finna do it bigger than anybody ever did. The odds is real big, job that's real big. Say trying a little, my god is real big. Stayed up on the ground on the cars is real big. I gotta do it big. The only way that I can live. And I promise I'm trying to Before you count me out, homie, let me remind
2: you They was blocking the shine, now I think it's my time to Captain them dollar signs, like
1: light, lights, they'll blind you Let me rewind to Back when I was broken, I couldn't acquire two cents And now I got two wrists They were sleeping on me, homie, must have got two big my phone i'll be like who this damn right hell yeah i'm brand new My like can't too i'm fresh forever like can't boo. try and tell me what i can't do i want to see the world my vision don't share mood i mean i got goals that's real big foes that's real big Y'all offer too little sorry my soul is real hey y'all welcome happy saturday and welcome to a new episode of tk's chronicles of a black sheep podcast we- transforming. All right. So um, before we get it kicked off good, I do want to go ahead and give this public service announcement um, about tonight's topic and issue this trigger warning uh, before we get to really talking. I'll uh, throw that out there again for those that's coming in kind of late. But um, this is an episode where you may be or can be triggered from this topic. So definitely wanted to throw that out there. Um, Tonight, I do have a DA with me. What it do? Um, Pinks is under the weather this week, so definitely send her some love and get well wishes. Um, I i don't know i uh, she's she she sick dog i can tell you she she's sick i'm like mm, 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 stay over there so yeah she's a little under the weather um but tonight's guest is no stranger to the chronicles of a sheep by far um he has been on a few different times and it's always love this is somebody that came in we met through um facebook and just we've been embraced as family so um we we be tearing his inbox up with information. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a learning process we're trying to get better and heal around here so we be tearing his inbox up but we also support um his podcast and his new venture that he has and we'll even let him um tell y'all about that as well because it it is much needed and of course the success with it so that's what's up so tonight we have mr Derek jones with us from the relationship gumbo podcast um that's yeah as as always so Man, uh we I'm gonna let him speak for himself. <laughs> hey,
2: everybody! My name is Derek Jones, and I am uh, I, I I used to say I'm the host of the podcast, but I'm the host of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast and the founder of the Relationship Gumbo Love Academy. So, yeah. all things relationship all the time. And I just you know the the word gumbo is really about us all having all kind of different crazy ingredients and trying to make it mix with somebody else's ingredients. So. I try to help you make that gumbo taste good, and if not, we can take some stuff out, put some stuff in, and uh, and, and try our best to make it work. So that's what I do.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, you know, I'm yes. down with anything
2: talking about food. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm gonna need you. I ain't, I ain't gonna bust you out on here right now. I'm gonna wait till the, till after. I'm actually surprised Derek didn't ask you in the beginning, but uh, yeah, yeah. Because I think you're probably the only one out of us that is not on the app. So I'm going to need you to get the app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
2: that later.
1: Oh. oh, yeah. He, he, big time. He didn't did the whole
0: rebranding thing. He got an app.
2: <laughs> oh, we, we are in the presence
0: of royalty. Oh,
1: yeah. See, he, he covered up, but it yeah. is. Your Highness. It's, it's good stuff. So yeah, he had a great uh, Zoom last night uh, with some uh, dating stories and
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, I was in I was in tears. So um, yeah, great great stuff. Are you stories about you
2: or just random just people?
1: Random people. Uh-huh. Yeah, just willing to share, share they they stories, the interesting stories, but. Uh-huh. Thankfully, I wasn't dreaming about a a little arm and a little hand last night. So (laughs) (laughs) you you have to have been there for the story, dog. (laughs) You have to have been there. So, yes. Uh, So going to kick off because I noticed some more people are coming in. Hello, the Evening Rush. Hello, Quincy. Uh, Hello, Simone. So, um, but we are gonna go ahead and reissue this trigger warning for tonight's topic. Um, tonight's topic is the R culture. Um, if you know me, it got a little, little. Yeah, you read between the lines. You get a little mode and what what it's about. Um, so, because of TikTok and Facebook flagging everything that's they don't want, I'll say that. Um, we put the R, but the R is for rape. So we are talking about the rape culture. Um, many may be surprised about what actually comes up and is in the rape culture because a lot of people don't think along those lines. Um, but uh, this is to be definitely informative and to educate and to bring the awareness because it could be something simple that you're doing that you don't realize is what it is. Or even how you were brought up. So, uh, and you, you know, a lot of times the ways that we're raised, we tend to raise our kids that way. And as we are learning and growing, then you're like, oh, damn, didn't realize I was doing that. So, uh, you know, everyone is about breaking generational curses these days. So, um, hey, we, we got the perfect person on tonight to help us navigate through this because he's already spoke on this and it was awesome so um yeah let's let's get it um so uh d.a i'm gonna let you kick this one off tonight sir no i don't think you want to do that (laughs) dude i
2: got my i got my thoughts on it oh about the whole the situation
1: um
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, come come with it. That's what what is be. So, Somebody else might feel that same way. Okay, so
2: my thoughts on it. I think that the whole now before I say this, I'm not condoning the R word. I'm not. I just don't like the word when they put the word with culture. I, I don't, because culture is a like a broad stroke. It's a broad stroke. And people who do the R word is, there's some fucked up individuals. I'm just keeping 100. So when we say the culture, I think is being pushed in a certain direction so i will now again like i said the r word is not good i mean i think if you do it willingly unwillingly whatever you should pay the price but i don't think it should be considered a culture i agree i think that society or whoever came up with this term to to uh kind of illustrate the behavior but i think it is probably and i don't i I don't know what the perfect way to say it but the r word may not be the best starter for that it may be something like you know sexual deviant or uh something else that's not the r word because the r word if you really think about it it's an it's a it's an act it's not necessarily like you know 50 different things that you could do it's really like i'm I'm totally yeah,
0: totally
1: agree. Okay, okay. So, researching, um, of course, the term as they say rape court culture and it was how far it's gone back. Of course, it came up in the 20th century, and the term was originated when a feminist released the film called Rape Culture in January of 1975. So, this goes back there because honestly i never heard of it until i saw an episode that Derek was on and that's mm-hmm. when i first heard of it and i was like mm, oh okay but then when we when the conversation started going about it, it it gave you so much to think about on situations that happens and occur in day-to-day life or why some people operate the way that they operate. So um, I know female wise, growing up, there were things that I was taught not to do, which may have been considering child behavior, but it was like, you couldn't do, you couldn't wear red lipstick, no red lipstick, no red fingernail polish, that was those things considered um, that may attract the wrong kind of attention. You know, if they had to play little it's
0: makeup, it. you
1: know. It made you fast. fast. <laughs> that that fast. yeah. You you was, you know, you was growing up too fast, even though it came up in a little makeup kiss for the little girls. You that you you didn't wear makeup too early. Even if it was play makeup, you definitely showed them wear red before. I don't even know what the cut-off age was to wear red, but if you wore red, you yeah, you was fast or considered. Uh, what I was told, my grandma told me uh, hoes wore red. <laughs> so you you couldn't wear red. Um, too, too far off. I mean,
2: if we, if we look at societal if we look at how society has painted the picture of the oldest profession. Um, as I can't think of his name would say, the oldest profession, they need to be legalized. Oh my God, um, I know exactly who
1: you're talking about. Oh. I'm sorry,
2: I had, I had to do that, I had to throw it out there. Oh. Um, but that's the picture that they painted, like you, those were the things that made you stick out um, in that profession.
1: yeah yeah so it's like like you said the thing the things that was considered to be kids running around jumping you know you being a kid you know those things was like okay don't do that especially (laughs) if it was other male people or company around don't do that go go back there in the back go go do that over there you know those kind of things um but you'd be like, wait, but that's my uncle. Or, you know, you're thinking, oh, that's cousin so-and-so. Like, why you can't, why I can't run around here when they here, but I can run around, you know, whatever else. But it was the thing of, like, you're drawing, don't draw attention to yourself. Right. Or yeah, don't Sim- appeal to somebody.
2: Yeah, Simone, Simone said, why Why is the color red attached to being fast? It's just a color. I think back then, right, I don't think that that's necessarily the case today, but I think back then mm-hmm. um the way that the way society was kind of kind of molded it was kind of more like um uh a lot of women they worked um but but the household was set up differently so like when you put on red lipstick it meant you was trying to be sexy, right? You was trying to dress up, be sexy, right? So if a grown woman is trying to be sexy with red lipstick then a 12-year-old damn sure shouldn't be wearing it and that was kind of like the sentiment like if you if you're a 12 or 10 and you're putting on red lipstick you're trying to be grown you're trying to be sexy and who who's attracted to sexy women so it's kind of like or or us little girl is trying to get that attention with that lipstick so it kind of had a symbolism Back then. I think today it's like whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like they wear whatever these days. So you can be, you know, sexy and anything, just not red. I mean, hey, people wear dang near lingerie to the grocery stores now. So I mean They're wearing a lot of green. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So who who knows? It's, it's even like then it was action and even still now it's still more of action. But I mean, hey, that that color was just that that was just the color. I don't know. I, I, hey, I don't know. But um, even in saying that, um, it's like like you said, we we always have to be seen for more protective over the females. Um, not so much even males also, but it's like that. There's a whole different protection and set of rules for the females, when it comes down to the R word. You know, yeah. granted, yes, there are men that may have um, some kind of assault that has happened to them as well, but it's like the main target is female and definitely yeah. girls. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's, you know, and and a lot of times, too, it comes down to Um, just thinking back in those situations is I I think it, it aligns with so many things, even as comfort, because, you know, we always had that family member or that friend of the family that came over that, you know, you supposed to speak to everybody, but, you know, some uh, some of our spidey senses was like, Mm-mm. I don't want to speak to them. Yeah. Like, a lot of times once you got hip that you know grandma was going to make you go speak to Mr. Charlie and you know you didn't like Mr. Charlie because you might have caught Mr. Charlie looking at you or that hug linger or that, that, that hug, that hand may roam in some kind of suspicious way or something like that. Eventually you figured out how to avoid Mr. Charlie. You see Mr. Charlie come, you just go on to the back of you going to the friend house or something else to avoid, you know, Mr. Charlie instead of, you know, Mr. Charlie being like, hey, say, you know, somebody pulling Mr. Charlie to the side and saying, say, you know, that Mr. Charlie wasn't being checked in a yeah. lot of situations. So he was just like kind of free because nobody checked him even if they did sorry, if even if they did see it, nobody bought it to Do you know what I'm not messing with Q tonight. But nah, but no, he but he is he is he on oh, how can I put this? Um,
2: Q is, he said something that that's kind of along the lines of what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying don't blame him, but he's a, he's a man. He's gonna have urges. Now the problem is, again, he's an individual. Not, not a whole culture. That's why I got a problem with it. when they say culture. Cause when I hear culture, that means it's ingrained into the, the fabric of somebody's uh everybody society the way society operates. So that's why I have a I have a hard time saying culture. Now like I said the other part, yeah. You know, but when you say culture and then like looking at the history of it, I find it interesting, very interesting that it was started by a, a feminist movement. However, it didn't include certain demographics. So I, I found that very interesting. And that's the research I got. Uh reading through it and stuff. And I know I might be going too deep this, but yeah. That's what I, my thoughts. Yeah, I think I think um what what TK was talking about here. I think that we'll just use Mr. Charlie. <laughs> I think I wouldn't necessarily say it was cultural, but I definitely think that it was widespread. Um, so someone could even say because it was widespread that it may feel like it was cultural, but I think that there was a time, and that's not to say that it's not actively happening because I know for a fact that it is, but there was a time where those urges and the, the behavior that happened because of those urges, they felt like they can do it because they knew that they wasn't going to get checked by the mama or the grandma or whoever else mm. they could do it. And they knew that Mr. Charlie was going to have total autonomy to be able to just be like, well, I'm your uncle. So or go hug your uncle. That's your uncle. And no matter what the kid said, and even if the a lot of those women knew that it was true, they knew not to go up against that man. So they just go. Mm. They went ahead and either let it happen, or they might have kept the kids away from them. But that dude never got his just due, and 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 the the people who collect statistics, they only collect what was reported. Yeah. And I'll say this, as a grown man, being in this coaching space and just talking to people, it's so many. And just seeing stuff just online and offline and in person, it's a lot of women, black women. And not again, there's a lot of little black boys that have gone through some things too. But there's a lot of black women who've been through these scenarios as kids that we will never, never, ever know of. But a lot of times when you have these type of shows, they'll be like, you know what, I've been through that. And I'm like, dang, you? And you too, and then they be like, "Yeah, I me too." And I'm like, "Oh my, what, what?" And then my mind goes to a place where we know sometimes when little kids, male or female, go through these type of things, sometimes a byproduct of that is promiscuity, right? Mm-hmm. then we grow up and we see the after the the side effect of it and we call them hoes. Yep. Right? But we have no clue. And I'm not saying that's every case cuz there's some folks out there but I'm saying <laughs> we put these labels on people and we don't even know what they've been through and and now at you know being over 40 and you start to hear these stories now with people that are like in my age group and they're finding like oh yeah that did happen to me i never told anybody they be doing it on my show on the shows that i'm like this the first time you talk so imagine if i hear 20 women say that that have never said it before how many of them have gone unreported and they just eating it and they just growing up and being mothers and and doing whatever trying to make it work so i'm gonna land there
1: yeah and you are very right because, you know, back then, everything was in-house. What what what, what happens in my house stays in my house. Don't tell my business. So, yeah. you know, went and said something to somebody and it got dismissed. Oh, Mr. Charlie ain't doing that. He ain't, he ain't looking at you like that. No, You know, and, you know, you, you saying something. But then after you keep getting shut down when you're trying to have a voice, which, you know, back then they didn't want you to have a voice because right. you're a kid you you get you tend to start getting quiet and you keeping right. it to yourself so in yeah. in the in the craziest way mr charlie is one because now he got you silenced so when he makes his move he already know you've said something to a point yeah. and nobody's gonna hear you
2: yeah and and hope hope says not all of them one one thing I can't speak for nobody else on the in the whole universe but Derek Jones is very careful with his words I say sometimes not all if i speak in absolutes then i'm the i'm the type of people that i that disgust me i don't i'll never do that so if that came across that way i apologize but i never say all because everybody has their own story so i just i just wanted to put that disclaimer out there i'm very careful with that because i talk to women every day and they're like wait not all of us and i'm like i'll never say that not me (laughs) somebody else yeah
1: no definitely that definitely on that um so yeah so in this as like you stated now a lot of us are parents and i say that speaking for men and the women aspect how can we change the narrative with our kids
2: what i've learned about just me having a daughter i have a 13 year old daughter And kids in general, I think we're starting to get a little better with it now is is allowing them to have a voice. Like really listening to what they have to say, you know, sometimes it's kid stuff, but sometimes it's not. And we have to be able to to kind of pay attention to how they behave and how they speak and how they talk to know the difference. And I think there was a time where it was like you're a kid getting your place. And I tried with my daughter, even though she's not an adult. To at least try to understand her point of view as best I can so that if and when something happens, that she will hopefully not be afraid to say it to me because I provide an environment where she can where she feels free to speak. And number two, because I talk to her so often that I'll be able to notice if something's different instead of ignoring it or saying, you know, you're just a kid. I'm at least going to investigate the hell out of it before I tell her she's wrong.
1: Definitely yeah but
2: well that's um, where did where did you where did you get that thought process from me personally with because so a lot of it a lot of it has come from just my personal experience because i'm a lot more um observant than than probably a lot of people but when i what when I grew up, you know, we used to get spankings for everything and, and and our discipline was different. So that's what I was taught. When I did the same thing with her. There was something different in her eyes. It wasn't like. I'm being punished for the thing that I did. It was you don't like me, the person. It was different. It was like. The fear. Fear right it wasn't pain it was fear and i never wanted to see that look again so then i had to learn how to have better dialogue with her so that we can arrive at the same point without the fear without the pain there's a little level of you know oh my god i don't want to disappoint my parents but when when you are straight monster to them i this generation is different now like they they not it's they they're a little more sensitive they they they're a little more intuitive and you can't treat everybody the same way even though that's how we were raised it just and some people will say for my kid I spank them all the time and it worked more power to you but I pay attention to my daughter's moods and I'm like I don't ever want her to to see me like that monster. So that made me start to really listen to her more in her perspective and as she grows into a teenager they have vocabulary now they smart as hell they they know how to form sentences <laughs> and tell you exactly what the hell they talking about and you can kind of decipher that because you've been watching them this whole time. So yeah. it wasn't like something in society told me. It was just me kind of being in tune with my kid and seeing that it wasn't doing the same thing that it did for me. Yeah. I I got two points. Uh one, when you said that these kids are different. I don't think they're different. Um I think we were the same our generation was the same way, but the people, because we said it earlier, but the people when we try to express that, they just shut us down. We're more apt to listen to it. So we have these, the kids have more of an outlet out to um, when they express themselves. So I think that's what what makes them, I guess you could say different, because they have an outlet and they're going to utilize that outlet where when we grew up, it was like, like you said, you express yourself. Oh, shut up. You just, you just being solid. I'm going to give you something to cry about or whatever, whatever, whatever. The second thing is fear. Because doing, again, doing the research, working in a a mental health field and everything, 99% of the R word is based on that. Mm -hmm. Fear and power. Yes. So, with, with us knowing those two things, I, again, it doesn't, I guess, like I said, the, the culture word doesn't sit right with me. Um, I think it's just, I would say mindset versus culture or, or because it's, it's so many, so many, so many avenues. And I know somebody in the comments said that uh, uh, growing up, women were sexualized, sexualized Men were too. I mean, just it just like women men experience the same thing as women has have experienced. The difference is men have been celebrated for the shit versus women. But it's the exact same, exact same, exact same thing, exact same thing. But the the the, the twist is the twist is, if a um, a woman is raped, she's embraced. If a man is raped, he's alienated. Oh, he he's gay. He must have liked it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: some shit like that. So I don't know where the hell I'm going with it, but that's what. <laughs> so so I got I have a couple comments, um, just to add on to the first the first thing you talked about. About them, but about them not necessarily being different. I think what makes them different, the biggest factor is their access to the internet and their access to knowing that. Um, so, human beings, yes, the same. They have emotions, yes, the same. But to grow up seeing all different types of things every day, 24 hours a day, makes them kind of. Um, more like like for an example, something that would kind of um kind of have me kind of raise an eyebrow about the way somebody's looked, Like they may have like rainbow hair and you know, they got on whatever. And I'd be like, wow, like look at them. And my daughter would be like, but that's just who they are and everybody deserves to do. And I'm like, what do you and it's because it's not because I taught her that, it's because she's infused into all of these different avenues where people are speaking differently. And then it starts to inform her character. Like we're going to Walmart, and I'm like, you know, let's go in the in the women's section and find you. Well, why does it have to be the women's section? If I wanted to go in the men's section, I should be able to pick <laughs> whatever And I'm like, okay, okay. And she was like, why do they even have to have labels like this yeah. thing come from my household? Right? Yeah. So yeah. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm saying that they're informed by whatever they're, it's your household first, but then this this internet is it's like, she'd be on her phone. It's in my house too. So it's like, it's both of them going on at the same time. So as she grows up, her sensitivity to things, how she interacts with things, it's not just coming from me. And then when you put that out exponentially over a whole generation that that has this, from when they two years old and they know how to push the buttons and do all of that stuff, it changes the face of how they kind of accept. and and, uh, Because, you know, there's a generation even before her that was like, you spank me, I'm calling 911. We never did that. But how did they know about that? Because somebody told them that. Somebody, some kid or something they saw on TV or whatever. It wasn't from the household because the household was the spankers. So, so, so... It has a part to play. I'm not saying it's the whole thing. Now, the second point I want to make is <laughs> men go through the R word just like a lot of women do. But I don't think outside of that that we go through the same things they go through. I... I, there's, I They can't even go to the gas station.
0: Yeah. If
2: I don't think men at large... Go through that level of anxiety that they have to go through when they can't even pump the gas. You telling me you go to the gas station and women just be rolling up on you like, "Yo, what's uh, up?" I've had it happen that many, many times?
0: times.
2: I've had it happen uh, quite a few times.
1: Who rolling up on your big old? I'm not talking you? about
2: panhandlers. No, I'm talking about, "Hey, baby." Um, Matter of fact, funny story. I, I kid, I joke, and I know it's it's cute, but when I when I first got here, it was a, a damn near everyday thing. Ooh, look at that tall glass of water. Mm, I'm thirsty. Ooh, shit like that. But it's the
1: same, it's the same thing with women though, right? I think they smelled you because you was new there. You look like you it were don't matter, it. it's the same I thing. Mean, it's truly, the same I mean true. I, I ain't, speak,
0: ain't no I excuse for my agree.
2: I'm going to stick my neck out there and say that I don't think men travel with the same amount of fear that women have when it comes to those situations. Maybe you did. And, and you know what? I, and I, I, I will agree with that because of because of anatomy. Because of anatomy. Right. Anatomy. Erica uh, just yeah. said it.
1: There you yeah. go. Yeah. And, and women don't pose a physical threat of harm to right. a man. Right.
2: Well, you can't say that now because you got women pulling out pistols and busting on folks.
1: Well, shoot, we have to. Cause if I saw you, look here. I'm going to go pump my gas and hey. I'm trying to go in to pay and you didn't grab my arm or you come in I'm and like I'm trying roach. to walk past you. You, 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 hey, your pinky toe might be in trouble. That's all I'm I'm telling. like a
2: roach. As soon as you turn the lights on, I'm scattering. I'm gone. Deuces. That's me.
1: Cause that but, that that is a whole different thing, like he said. The gas station. Even this happened to me last night. I stopped go give him a little lottery ticket because I, I was trying to be a winner. Uh, this morning when I woke
2: up, so I think I won. I, I just ain't. I can't find a ticket. It ain't you. It, it ain't. You. No, not the billions. I'm talking about. I won something because I remember nothing anyway.
1: Okay, I got you. So um, I'm. You know, I pull up and when I, I when I pass by, I make sure the gas station it didn't look like it, it didn't have a lot of cars. So I'm like, okay, cool. Gonna pull up as soon as I get up. I promise I don't know where the little black man came from because he wasn't there when I pulled up. But when I get ready to open my door, because I done looked and surveyed, here he go. hey, hey, hey. Oh Lord, here we go. So you know me. I'm I ain't broke my stride. I'm still moving to the door, which I parked pretty close. But the whole time, like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm keeping it, keeping it moving. Go in. I'm looking out the door before I even, you know, go back out the you know, go back out the door. I didn't see him. He he, his his little spidey senses. He was sitting in the cut. He kept moving over to the spots because by then it's a few women coming into the store. You don't see really no. You see like one man at the gas station, but you even see the lady. She's sitting and she's looking out too. It's like we have a whole different lookout plan. Where me just maybe homeless men, but it's a men thing because it's like okay, you got to be on guard because. You never know if that person comes at you one way and you reject them because now you can't tell a man no, because that puts you in a whole different line of danger. Now, if somebody tries to. Lie, oh, no, thank you. I'm married. A, no, thank you. You can politely and you can say it just no, thank you. I don't, you know, whatever. Them being rejected or not having the end game that they expected now puts a woman in a situation. Yeah, you it's now put of you in a danger.
2: It's a lot of women that have gotten beaten up and and in some cases killed because of the rejection.
1: Yes, um, you're seeing it not, so much now.
2: Again, I again, I agree. I agree with that. I agree that it's it's a danger. What I'm saying when it comes to that is it goes back to the to the what I've been saying the whole time. That's an individual decision that's an individual's thought process that's an individual's mindset Um. that's something going on internally with that individual again, again I'm not saying I'm not condoning it but I'm saying not but because when you say but you negate everything you're saying however we have to look at that versus again the broad, the broad stroke of Oh, that's just the culture. Men are da da da. da, da. Men are this. I'm like that. So let me cool. so let me throw this. The the thing on it on the uh, uh, on the intro said you was the devil's advocate. So let me play devil's advocate real quick. Oh. So so can we say that social by and large, that the conditioning that we receive as young men. That we are kind of shown and taught that it's okay to behave in a way that would possibly lead to the things that we're talking about and think that it's okay. Fuck no, I wasn't. I didn't say you. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I wasn't like, well, I shouldn't say okay, I won't, I'm gonna say not me. Not talking about you. I'm talking about cat calling, slapping on the ass, doing all the stuff that could but, lead okay. to that. Hey, you you wanna, mama. Wanna, you want to talk about that? Then where did it come from? It came. From, it come from. It comes from a position of power. We don't have I no understand. fucking power. Say it again. I said it come from a position of power, and I said we don't have no fucking power. So again, okay. So so I don't think that when men, a lot of men, do these simple that things that we call simple. They're doing it because of power. I think they're doing it because they feel like they can with no repercussion. Right. Mm. So like. What I'm saying is. As far as I know, a lot of us, especially in the United States. We are shown by our uncles, by TV, by our friends that we need to go sleep with as many women as possible because that makes you a man. We are shown that the cat calling and all of if she rejects you, she say yes, she really mean no. Just keep going. Like, of course there are a population of men who have never gone through that, but I think that it's been normalized so much that we don't even see it as a problem. Cause all you really gotta do is go to like Black B- Bike Week or, 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 or go Woo. to the, the local gas station or, and it's cool. And it ain't just oh it's just that one guy it's yeah. most of them
1: because because think think back to the big events back in the day when they had bike week freak nick when you seen freak nick i didn't have to go to freak nick just know what happened at freak nick because nine out of ten when you didn't came back that week whatever dude you know had his camcorder with all the video in the video Everything that I know I didn't want to be or even experience happened at the Freaknik. You couldn't walk with your girls without somebody grabbing you, pulling your clothes off, doing something that shouldn't have been done. It was like it was a free for all, like it was all hands down, like no rules were there doing Freaknik. Dudes could do whatever they wanted to do with females during that time that's when a lot of sexual assaults happened against females. A lot of unwanted things happened to females because it was like, hey, ain't no rules at Freaknik.
2: So so let me let me qualify what I was trying to say because I think I'm looking at the comments. Number one, we established that men have physical more physical prowess than women do. Right. That's a given. What I'm saying is a dude that's sitting on the corners with his boys drinking a beer isn't saying you got a fat ass because of power. They're doing it because it's socially accepted. That doesn't negate the fact that they're stronger than women. I'm saying that a lot of people do these things that they think are trivial, even though the women, the woman may take it in a negative way in which she should. I don't think they're doing it out of power. I think their boys are telling them it's cool. And so if my group of boys tell me it's cool and 500,000 other groups of boys say it's cool, then it's not just a couple of dudes. Yeah. And I am not a a statistician or whatever, but I I believe at least in Generation X, a lot of us were, were, were conditioned that way. I don't know about these young kids now, but. You you was a punk if you didn't leave the mall with 10 numbers and who you hitting tonight and how many you going to hit. Oh, we going to run. Not me, but, you know, they running trains and they doing all this other kind of stuff. It wasn't just two dudes. It wasn't just 10 dudes. It wasn't just 50 dudes. And yeah. it was cool. Because your boys gave you that pat on the back. Yeah. So let me get this straight from what you're saying because I went to the mall, got a whole bunch of numbers, uh complimented a female. What you did with the numbers, your goal was to hit them all. With, so with or without. No, no, no. So I'm not saying it's bad to have sex. I'm saying the way in which a lot of men got those numbers, it wasn't, hey, how you doing? Um, Let me highlight at you. It wasn't that. Now, mind you, that the, the, the we're right, not talking she, about she, you, man. sir. We're not talking about you and your experience. No, 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 I know you're not talking about me, but you saying because, like, I guess maybe in my thought process, my mind is different. Because I'm like, if somebody's and I've seen it happen, if somebody's cat calling or, or say, Oh, girl, baby, you got a fat ass, and nine times of ten, they're gonna be walking around, walk, walking away, holding a dick in their hand. They're not gonna get no action, or they're gonna say you a bitch for for uh for not uh giving in to what I'm saying, and sometimes mm-hmm. they'll follow you and keep trying.
1: Yep, you getting that fuck you bitch, you ugly anyway. This ain't oh, my opinion.
2: opinion. This is what then, see, that goes back to what I said earlier. It's 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 all about the individual's rejection, uh,
0: it ain't, individual but it ain't concept. but it ain't
2: just five dudes though. <laughs> but you, you call a group of a hundred women and they'll have the same story. Well, quit hanging around the same motherfuckers then. No, just playing. You know what? <laughs> no, well, I guess I'm trying to well. Right. So I'm not saying that there's this omniscient being that's saying, hey, everybody, y'all all do the same thing, so we can call it culture. I'm saying That's what's what happening. Point, at what point, at what number of people that do the exact same behavior do we say that there's a there's a there's how are all of these, let's say it's a 100,000 men that do the exact same behavior. Are they all being taught by the same person, or is there some kind of narrative it's where not, they're not, getting ooh. that information from the same place? Ooh, you just said something. What you said again? A narrative. Is there, like, so for an example, let's say a narrative. Right. So, okay, so let's go with that, right? Let's say yeah. there's a 100 or 200,000 men that are beza- behaving the exact same way, and they've never met each other. Right, their parents never met each other, but they're doing exactly the same thing. Where are they getting this from? The, if, it's
0: not, saying, if, like it's not, if it's
2: not, kids. if it's not, no, if, a so, so, so if a it's not a societal thing, where are they getting the information from to know to do that exact behavior? It's
1: a taught behavior, taught and learned. Right.
2: So no, if it's taught, know. so if the same thing is taught in two hundred thousand households, let's say, right? Is that just happenstance that it's individuals just happen to do the same thing, or is there something that they're being conditioned by TV, whatever it is, that's saying this is cool? Well, if that's the argument, then we can say the same thing about the drugs. Drugs, we don't say drug culture. So it's basically so, we're, so we can parse the words. Or we can talk about the behavior, right? Because I, because yeah. I already told you at the beginning, I have a, a a problem with the with the um the way that it's that it's termed. But the behavior is still there. Call it what you hey, want. No, I way. I agree about the behavior. I agree about the behavior. It's, there's some fucked up individuals who need to be retaught. I mean, but then if we're gonna address the behavior, like you said, it's coming from somewhere. So now that is being passed through generations or. The lack of. So it's a systemic problem that's past uh, three generations. That's what I, getting that's what I want right? to get Think at. about it. Think about it. It it not you, because you're you you know, your whole perspective and your life is different than everybody else's, right? But a lot of us have grown up in an environment where this behavior, if you didn't do it yourself. You didn't check it. You didn't say it was wrong because a lot of people did it. A lot of people, a lot of dudes did it. I remember going to Black Bike Week. I remember going to some of these college campuses and feeling real uncomfortable. But I wasn't as uncomfortable as I should have been because I've seen it so much.
1: So Mm -hmm. it gets normalized. Yeah.
2: I can't tell you how many lounges and nightclubs I've been in where almost every girl got her ass grabbed. And you know what? She couldn't do shit because it was a pool of 30 to 40 dudes when she turned around and she couldn't tell who it was. So she had to keep on going. It happens all the time. And none of those dudes are going to step in and be like, yo, my man, what
1: you doing? That part.
2: This ain't Derek. This is women telling me this. This is what I've seen with my own two eyes. Many I used to when I tell you, I used to be out there every state I was in. I was in every damn club. I ain't seen nothing different. So all of these dudes are individuals.
1: Yeah. And and that's the other thing. You didn't told us some of your little college stories back in the day, and then they wasn't <laughs> pimping, um, pimping. Yeah, but,
2: but I wasn't uh, going around talking about a grabbing ass and all that shit. No. It happens. No. even like even. Like, look, I would I was in Atlanta when Freak Nick came around. Yes, I everything you said I saw. Everything everything you mentioned, I saw. But again, it was individuals that were like, yo, y'all need to chill out. And that's that's the that's the part, that's the other part that people don't talk about. They talk I, about how many that happened. so out of a hundred thousand people, how many dudes did that? Like three? 0.1?
1: <laughs> <you know>, <laughs>
2: Come on man, like seriously. No, Like know, yes, know, there are anomalies, but the whole, no, no, whole I'm saying, I'm saying, but don't like as a I, Okay. No, listen, it. this is this is my point, right? I'm not saying that there aren't any stand-up men. No, I'm I, know saying not saying there, I know that. there there has been a problem for years where the majority of men in a situation ignored it because they've seen it so often and it's been so Socialized that it, it it's so commonplace that they not calling the police. Like there's stuff that we've seen in clubs that the nine one one should have been called. I agree, and it's a club full of people. Yeah. So men and women, right? So now we got it. So we can't necessarily say it's only men. It's only women. I'm saying there's a lot of stuff. That we ignore because it's normalized and as men mm. it's a lot of stuff that men a lot of men not all because you know there's a population of men like yourself that they never did anything and everything's the, the perspective is different i'm i i did not do anything but i was present at a lot of it and i was just like that's my man right your man gonna get a lot of grace because he your man but i've seen a lot of stuff Dudes that's sleeping with chicks that's drunk after the club. It's a lot of stuff that we don't even think about and we know it's wrong.
1: Yeah, that.
2: And is it one or two? Oh, that's just his individual choice? No, it's ten dudes talking about I'm next.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I like what Simone said. The saying that boys will be boys is used to cover up the behavior, make it acceptable and normalize it. What?
2: That shit came from white people. That was no. Boys it ain't, no. Just, no. Yes, it,
1: did. it came from It came that's from another white show. people, but black people is using it? Yeah, that's
2: another show. That's another show. That's another show. That's another show. What, what show that they
1: going to be on? That I show?
2: don't know. It's going to oh,
0: be another okay. show, though. <laughs> okay.
1: Um and like uh erica said she said we're talking about the majority the men who stand up against it are the minority group
2: that's a lie. that <laughs> i just dis- i that, i disagree in totality this is like earth, man come on man. I, that, I, I, disagree, I, like- I disagree in a totality i think it's the other way around and like I like i continuously say about everything when it comes to us there are a lot more of the negative individuals get a lot more attention than the positive. That's why we see. That's why we see. Uh, Hold on, let me wait. This. Wait, wait. Hold so, on. Wait a little... <laughs> what? Nothing. Nah, I was. I was about to do this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Continue though, continue, continue. No, because again, like I said, we focus on all of the negative shit. But that's to again. Maybe I might be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking it wrong. I don't know. But to me, it seems like that's the minority, and but they're getting all the attention. So everybody's thinking, "Oh, that's how it is." Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> if you really, really got an honest poll. And you took 500 black women and you asked them how many of them have been sexually assaulted or the R word or had anything of that nature happen and it went unnoticed or there were a lot of men around them that didn't care. You probably get over 490 of them. Right. But, but they're not reported. So it's not about negative behavior being um, put up front or not. A lot of it, you won't even see. All we have is these stories of women. We have the outcomes of what's happened because of these things. And as a man, it wasn't even brought to my attention until I started talking to these women as a coach. I'm like, really? Like all of y'all, like what the? And so that's where this comes from. It's not that the negative stuff gets put up front and most men are stand up men. It's not about whether men are good or bad. It's what you choose to ignore. Because you don't think it's a problem doesn't mean you're a horrible person. You that may be something that you've experienced your whole life. I'm what I'm saying is it happens so much that we can't just sit by and say, well, it's just a few, a few people that are bad. Nah, it's it's a lot of us that are doing it. There's a lot of us that are present and don't say anything. And there's a lot of us that have seen it so often that we just like, man, that ain't my problem. It's still there. So then just throw the whole... So throw us away then. It's not about throw us away. It's about do better. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, it's about no. do better. It's about do better. It's about when you see your daughter or her friends and they in an uncomfortable situation or it's an uncle, you check that nigga. Excuse my yeah. language.
1: I love that language. But Come on, DA. But, but, but see, that's, that's the
2: thing. Like, I just—I literally just said that. You've
1: been a bouncer. You—it's well, a lot of dudes that of need stuff. to be
2: checked in your whole family households. That's not being checked by the men or the women. What I'm oh, saying no, is, you know.
0: it's well, not, not in just household, no. in
2: households. It's not just twenty thousand households. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot. Mm. It's a lot. Like you don't. Well, you, not, I would even say most, especially black, most. But you will never hear it until you start talking to these women that's not afraid to talk about it. And they 30 and 40. And they like, yep, 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 yep. And they out here moving. They running businesses. And then they be like, anybody in the room that have you, they hear one woman talk about it and like, yep, yep. And you like, well, damn, you never reported this What, Like what? it's a lot that you don't need. You have no clue, and they out here grinding, and you're like, "Damn, she's doing a thing. She a strong black woman. She's strong oh, for a reason." Okay. And uh, for 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 got, this that that there's a that lot of strength that comes from this. I'm not talking about perseverance. I don't want nobody to miss my words. I'm saying some of these women have worked so hard to cover it up that it looks like something else.
0: Mm, there
2: we go. Okay.
1: And I, I can I can agree on that because like you said when you 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 were silenced or d- wasn't able to have a voice you hold a lot of stuff in and until you find get in a place where you're now comfortable comfortable even healed or trying to heal this is when you get to that point where you start to voice the things that happened
2: So my, my overall umbrella about this is it's a personal decision to do the thing. But when that personal decision becomes the same personal decision from your whole crew or 500,000 people, then it then it becomes a larger problem. This behavior isn't like every baby is born this way. Some, some families are teaching the same thing across 500,000 households and I'm just throwing that number out there, there's got to be some kind of narrative where they all think it's okay, and where is that coming from? And you could say the white man taught us, and now we just want to just uh, R-word all of our little kids, but there's something that has to change. And that, no, I don't I... want to culture, but there's something systemic where we have to now have our kids see something different or have them conditioned different to where... Their ten male friends don't all come from households that say it's cool to go get a girl drunk and do all of this other stuff and and go to the gas station and slap some ass and and run up to their car while they're pumping their gas. Like it, it, maybe it's me, but I I think it happens way more than we ever. These women aren't reporting this stuff.
1: Yeah, because even the I can say as. It has happened to me through the years. I can pretty much tell you, unless my family watch this podcast, they'll never know. Because I'm more on track, I can talk freely on my podcast versus me telling my family. I'll hear, oh no, that didn't happen, and some it'll be dismissed. And that's just being honest. And that may have because
2: been- I would even say I've been doing this I've been doing this work for like let's say three years before that I wouldn't have probably even thought about it I probably wouldn't even registered I'd have been like nah even though I knew I grew up in it like I call it being socialized in a way right where I come from in a DMV right And I've talked to people who are from Texas, who are from New York. There's a there's a lot of us who grew up, and we had to come get, we had it wasn't like, hi, my name is Derek. Um, how are you? I would like to take you out on a date. It wasn't that, (laughs) it was not that, (laughs) it wasn't that, and you can say, Well, well, that's how I did it now. These dudes out here were savages. And yes, there were a lot of women who accepted the behavior and they gave the number up anyway. But the behavior in itself. Nah, but we was taught that that was how it was supposed to be done. I got crucified when I wasn't doing that because I was just this shy. I was just shy. I didn't even want to do that. And it was like, man, what's wrong with you, man? You put you a punk or something like you ain't going to go over there and grab that that part. So then what did I do? I went up and grabbed it. Cuz I didn't want them to think I was a punk. So now I made an individual decision because of the group. And I think that a lot of us do that
1: sometimes. Yeah. So, Triumph and TV stated 22% of victims were younger than age 12 when they was first raped, and 32 were between the ages of 12 and 17. The majority of male and female rape victims knew their perpetrator. I mean, that was somebody close to them. That's our point. But th- there's okay. it, it happens on both spectrums, though. It's not a closed spectrum. There happens where, yeah, there are people we know, as we've talked about when we had a private, you know, prior episode about the what stay in the house, what happens in the house, stay in the house. A lot of times that was that little uncle that wasn't quite all put together. Something seemed a little wrong that was touching the kids and it was dismissed as, well, you know, something a little wrong with them. Just don't worry about it. It was dismissive. But then on the other end, you do have a whole nother spectrum of strangers that you don't know that you get approached by. That if you kindly tell them no or just bypass the stuff that they're saying to you, they get offensive and want to be in attack mode. That's why you see in so many cases that's happening against crimes against women. Woman getting bleached on in her face because she didn't accept somebody's advances. We getting called bitches and hoes, guns to our face in a restaurant. Girl turned the guy down. What do he do? He walked up to the table and put a gun in her face. because she told him, no, thank you. Now the new comeback, when you tell somebody you're in a relationship, well, I got a girl too, we can make it fun and be the four of us. Not, okay, I respect that. There's some violence to it. Somebody following you home, trying to break in your house because you told them no. Right. There's a lot of situations, a lot of situations
2: and i think i think the reason why i felt the way i felt about it like being indifferent about it even though i'm a compassionate caring person is because we never really got to see or know the true gravity of it through tv or statistics it's only when you are in the mud And you're actually talking to real people Do you realize how big it really is And that's where this energy comes from From me It's not because My um, anecdotal experience Says it It's watching the discussion forums online It's it's watching women Come into platforms like mine And like Let's say it's 20 women And 19 of them say Yeah this This is what it is I was in a room with five of my female cousins and the uncle was like, one of y'all is going to have to take one for the team. Who's going to be Mm. like my brain couldn't conceive of this happening to most. I knew it happened. Right. Knowing that it just happens. It seems really small until you hear the stories and you're like, wow it's most of y'all sheesh and that's not to say that i polled every black woman in america but every form that i've ever seen it's most and it's not from one area and it's and it's almost jaw-dropping because you're like i've been working with this chick for 10 years who knew i was married to a woman who that happened to and she told me and i was like the first person she told and i was like wow like You with all the successes that you have, and all this, this is how we do it as humans. Look at she's fine. And she's like, No, when I was a kid, it happened at every fan reunion.
0: Mm. I was
2: like, Wait, the dude that I just met at the she was like, Yeah, him. Wow. And you gotta be in that same room eating and doing whatever, and you can't say nothing.
0: That's a, well,
2: yeah, okay. That was that was hard for that happened to me, and that was hard for me, and to the point where I stopped going, and they started asking me why, and I told them if I ever see if I'm in that situation again, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of them. And then the family like, okay, so then we end up breaking yeah. up because, yeah, yeah, and they and let's not discount the fact that it happens to a lot of boys, a lot of men, yeah. But because of the physicality of it a lot of women go through it i believe more because of the fear of being hurt the fear and i know little boys are are still that you know they they're not strong but i'm talking about physically hurt or emotionally or both either way even when it's emotional there's still the threat of physical danger um from you know from a male being stronger than a female but like i said little boys aren't really that strong either so it kind of sometimes falls under the same narrative but i think i believe it happens to women more i could be wrong but i believe it happens to women more just because of the sheer um just the way of their disposition like um and how women are positioned whether they're a little girl or whether they twenty 25 i think it happens more i think like i said earlier I don't think as a grown man, I'm rolling up in the gas station like, I hope I hope nobody try to grab me or touch me or do this. You know, you'll have your little people, women or whatever that's standing by the gas station, no car, whatever, they like, hey, hey, how you doing? But I ain't afraid of her. Not by and large.
1: He wasn't afraid of them little ladies that was hitting on him either, All the old yeah,
2: women. I that one them had no teeth. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what? <laughs> you know what? Girl, I don't uh, know. She
2: could eat. Hey, really? So, oh. all right, we, we dropped all this, all this knowledge, uh, education, statistics, and everything. We old heads. As you can see, my gray. (laughs) My gray gray. ain't shaded, so you can see the snow. (laughs) How how, how do we change that? How can we change? Or can we? Maybe that's the question. It should be. Can we change?
1: Because you know they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and some people just have their mind frame of it is what it is like that one person you mentioned earlier trying to bring prostitution back in his mind (laughs) that's an awesome solution to a whole lot of things in life but he fits that bill to where he has that mentality of a man is in control and a woman can't tell him no
2: yeah i think um It starts with one it starts with affecting your your the people that surround you and then them affecting the people that surround them but we have to we have to break those those generational curses and try to impart our wisdom onto our kids and then that will kind of go you know down the chain but people have to want to see change people who have been through these things have to try to make sure that they don't provide the same environment for their kids these people who are around people that may be thinking of or doing something, they have to be able to be like, look, my man, we've been boys for 10 years, but yo, we're not doing that. Uh, I'm going to need you to, I'm going to need you chill out. We need to do, we need to be more proactive about the people in our sphere. If you can affect that sphere, then everybody's fear starts to get affected and then it grows outward. I think a lot of times men and women were surrounded by people that we enable because we've known them since middle school or they've been our boy for this. And we've been through some stuff and yeah, he, he over here doing this, but that's my man. So we got to get out of that, man. Why, why would we, if we're the good upstanding person, why is, why are we cool hanging with this dude? And so if everybody said, why are we hanging with this dude, guess what's going to happen to this dude? he gonna change because he don't want to be by himself he gonna figure it out we got to stop enabling these folks
0: yeah
1: true true that um yeah there was a whole lot of comments but um even like something that erica said you know we sometimes we don't find our voice until later because we was always told to be quiet and even now we a lot of us are up in age we still can get the backlash from family it just probably now we probably just don't give a fuck (laughs) just really really to be honest
2: i'm glad you said that because somebody hit on something that i was gonna go to next uh when you say people don't give a fuck. And when Derek said there's circles. So a lot of these a lot of this stuff that happens, we we said before, people are getting raped by people they know. And somebody hit it would kind of jump the gun because that's where I wanted to go with it. But the husband and boyfriends. Yeah. bringing that up. Yeah, spousal the spousal rape uh, control. So let's talk about that because that I now nah, that part yeah that's I I that I can't even talk
0: I uh, see. That's,
2: yeah that's on cuz to me I don't I I can't wrap my head around being in a relationship and looking at somebody as property cuz to me yeah I'm I'm everybody know I'm militant to me that's slavery that means you own somebody and I don't I don't see people like that and so yep. it's hard for me to wrap my head around somebody where they're like, "Oh, I can do, I can take this because you mine." Nah. Yep. So. I know a lot of, uh, well, I won't say a lot, but I know quite a few um, women that are like in my age group, and they was like, not them per se, but their moms would be in those situations, and they literally couldn't do anything. And 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 then the, and then it's the it's the perception that. A lot of us think—not us here, but a lot of people think that anything sexual that happens between a husband and a
0: wife—and
2: hmm. even call it—you, you, there's no way that you could ever call it the R word. Like you can never do that because they're married. So,
1: hmm. speak a on a lot of
2: people that think mm-hmm. that. Like, 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 if somebody has been is married and the and the woman says he R word me, right? Most people's first thought is going to be like, "But that's your husband." Like, how is that possible? Well, it used to be. Now it's not like right that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, okay.
1: But, but it, 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 but the thing is, it still happens because. Yeah. I know, especially on TikTok, I've seen it most of this week. Uh, all these lessons in teaching a woman how to keep a man. Well, never leave him. He should never leave the house horny. He should never leave the house hungry. But or you're withholding sex. If you don't want to have sex, it's still the same thing, whether your husband or not, you're still entitled and yeah. able to say no. But they are teaching and pushing this agenda that you can't tell your husband no. I'll be there. Because if I no. if Hold whatever is going on with me, if I said no, it's no. I don't care if you're my husband if i said i know i mean no who is Period. pushing that oh it's being pushed heavy on social media right now look mm. at them reels even on ig i've that's seen I it all off of that's that's I, got a, I got a lot of them saved because i wanted to use those on some other topics about the relationship stuff just like that uh triumphant tv posted because it's being pushed you do yep. it when you don't want to you know how many women just had a baby and the husband won't even give her her six weeks to heal he's like fuck that six weeks i want when i want it i want it, and you got to give it to me yep i've seen a Ooh. woman posted she had covid 104 fever was sick but her husband still expected her to give it up
0: yeah, but no, she's sick
1: no. like there's no common decency no level of respect or concern the woman got COVID. Shit, you shouldn't even want to be in the room with her if She got COVID. I
2: swear, I was thinking, I had COVID, so I know. I'm like, sex exactly. was the last thing on my mind. Exactly. Yeah, I was about to live. And you know, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the technology that we have now, like you know, they can do a rape kit or they can check for you know tears and all this stuff. A lot of women are like, they're like, what if I even went in to do that? Then my husband just gonna be like, I had sex with my wife. Like, what is she proving? So then they don't say anything because they're like, how could I even make this make sense to anybody? Because we do have sex. It just happened at this one time or these five times. It was wholly, like a lot of times when it when it's done like this, it's very violent and, and it's mm. different, you know what I mean? So, but then when you report it, it's like, okay, so we found the semen, but that's your husband, so.
1: Yeah. Like You're just supposed to take it and give it to him at every beck and call. No matter what you got going on, if you sick, half on your deathbed, you're still supposed to have sex with him and not tell him no. It was one I saw the other day. I clearly watched the whole thing, and I was like, if it comes down to that, I'm going to be single. Yep. If it come down to the point of me saying no and he getting his feelings and he pissed off because I won't have sex with him, One night, or if I'm sick or under the weather, dude, I just might as well stay single because it it ain't gonna happen. So he's gonna be a mad motherfucker. My no is my no, don't care if you're married, still my body. My no is my no. But I'm telling you, they're pushing this agenda very, very hard right now. Very
2: hard, like I said, I continuously say this. Who
1: people on social media but don't just hmm. go back and be serious there's a lot of older people that will tell you that too big mama used to say that too because i've heard my grandmother mention it before Hell, I uh, yeah, it. My, my mama said it because my, my mama is pretty strong will but i know i've heard a lot of elders say that you satisfy that man if this what he want if he wants you to stand on his head and swing on the chandelier damn it that's what you're supposed to do I Boston guess I was,
2: fortunate. I, was fortunate. I grew up in a family full of thugs, so none of that shit was gonna go down. Somebody <laughs> gonna get shot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and something that um Derek even brought up too that a lot of people don't think about um because Derek brought the aspect of someone being drunk and being violated. There's uh, there are situations where people are on medication, and are being violated, and people yep. don't see that as a form of rape. That person is out of there. They cannot consent. So even medication falls. That's away. right. That's like exactly. right. even
2: exactly. that down since Moses was a short man, said if they but, can't consent.
1: Hey, okay. but like I said, people think when he say consent that is alcohol medication falls under that as well yeah so that's a whole nother door um that's even being over because you know a lot now hey people be taking melatonin or whatever sleep medicine they gotta take Yep, and they out of there and there's people that they're they're significant others are having sex with them when they're sleep when they're under that's interesting now that's happened to me before. So that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, ooh, Pink <laughs> said, what about co coer- coercion?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess this this that right there happens probably more often than not.
1: That I love you. So yeah, because uh,
2: let me stop. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Go ahead. Let's do it. Let's what do it. Let's, do it. Let's go. I'm not
1: do it. Come on, devil. I'm not. I
2: ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it.
1: Uh, we on a whole podcast about being transparent. Boy, say what you gotta say.
2: So then, why? Why do we even deal with deal with each other? Then, if it's like, if it's to that point where you got to worry about all of this. Why even be? Why even be? Because
1: technically, people want to be in non-toxic relationships. Sometimes some people don't know that they got that in them until you didn't got down the line. You know, once the representatives start wearing off. And then that's when you get to that point where you don't want to be with that person. You try to stay hopeful that you find somebody that is not so toxic. And it's healing, but I mean that this is also why a lot of people say the date book got pee in it, but you know, you got some people that's a little hey, a little rough that have that mentality.
2: Yeah, now, it's it, it's I, I think, and this is this is grown up, Derek talking because there was a time, but I think we, we, we have to, we have to, um, as, as men and as humans, we, we have to understand that we actually have like high functioning brains and like, we may have urges to do certain things, but we ultimately can control that. Like all of the coercion and all of this stuff and people, you know, trying to, trying to manipulate someone into having sex with you and all of that all of that comes from a source where people say well i got urges and i just needed to get mine off but you you technically have a brain that that you can use to say yo i don't have to sleep with everybody i don't have to have it today i gotta go find somebody right now or else i'm gonna just it ain't just i'm i'm just not gonna be no good like like I said, that's the grown-up me talking. We, have, we can control that. Like, if a woman says, nah, I'm good, and you like, but baby, but what if we just did it this one time, and you just going down this rabbit hole, like, I don't, it, it's, and you know the woman ain't really there yet. But then we try to tap into some part of her that we know is going to be more vulnerable, and so we can get it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's a weird space to be in. And I'm not saying that I never did it, but it happens a lot, a lot, a lot. And as men, and people will say, it's just part of our DNA. It's just how we are. Like we, we just need to have sex all the time with a bunch of different women or we need to just keep getting it all the time. No, you don't have to. You want to, you have control over yourself, or else we're no different than a damn, you know, horse or a bunny rabbit or something. Like, we not, (laughs) we, we, I would, I would like to think that our brains function a little, a little higher. Not all of us, but a lot of us, our our brains should be functioning on a higher level where we could be like, you know what? I don't want to do this right now because she's not really feeling me and keep it moving. But we don't. Cause she's in our she's in our apartment, so we are gonna have to make this happen somehow, some way. So could it so could it be just just me? I'm just I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Now you know what? Everyone, when I think, yeah, it gets a little scary. Could it be that some of the things that we're talking about tonight be? reactions or responses to trauma and we feeling that sex is the only thing that we can control it's possible yeah i'm not gonna say no yeah absolutely a lot of a lot of men use sex as a coping mechanism for something else that they're going through right yep and it's that's, um, that's
0: part yeah, of where yeah, I absolutely,
2: absolutely i was one of those guys so I know a for a fact guy. that it happens. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. Because it just not in my head, thinking about it, how when some women, when they get raped or whatever, they become promiscuous as a coping mechanism. Somebody, yeah. they violated themselves, so they're going to take their power back by controlling who they sleep with. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of different factors, but the end result is the same. Mm. And whoever the people who are victimized by this have to pay for it, unfortunately. And so we have to we can parse out, like, let's say 500 different ways that lead up to the sexual deviant behavior, mm-hmm. but then it all arrives at the same point. So then we have to, like I said earlier, we have to make the end result that you arrive to right before that happens be the issue that we tackle because we can't necessarily tackle all 500 but we can say hey if you're in this situation this ain't cool yo my man i don't know who hurt you 10 years ago but you right now what you're doing to that chick that shit ain't cool and we not rocking with you the rest of us five we rolling man you on your own with that shit have fun we're not fucking with you no more
1: yeah and I think back then a lot of men, even now, I think men are scared to be that one sometime that comes. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I, I disagree. I think what it is, people attract who they people attract who they really are. So if if I'm a motherfucker who likes to do that type of stuff, I'ma find out find somebody who who is on that same wavelength. So we can I'm buy push back. i'm gonna push back on that Mm. think about it like this i want to think about it like this how many groups i'm only talking about men because i'm not a woman how many groups of dudes do you know that they're all the same meaning there's not a dude or two that's in the crew like you know how a woman be like yeah um yo d you man you are such a good guy. You got any friends that's just like you? And you'd be like, nah, you don't want none of my boys.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: nah, nah. nah. No, 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 I'm, I understand that. But I mean, I shouldn't say just like... Did I say just like? Yeah. So, oh. You said something like that. You said they gravitate towards people like them. For whatever just the like reason, them. right? But, yeah, but you the, can the have common a rule. Yeah, no, you I'm can have like a common rule, rule of people that like to smoke cigars. But one of them is doing the R-word, another one over here is doing this, and y'all come together because y'all like cigars. And but that's that's I'm glad you used that analogy. That's the exact same analogy I'm talking about. Cause it, it could start out, they all met because they like cigars. Mm-hmm. Then, oh boy, he over here, hey man, I got this one chick you wanna come through. You gonna have some. I'm like, nah, dog, don't rock like that. But then you're gonna have one like. Oh, what time? Let's set it up. Yes, Let's set it up. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's what that's what I will mean. Yeah. The reason why I said pushback because I was I was I was Trey getting out the car like Yo Doe let me out I can't <laughs> go, I, can't <laughs> yeah. go. I, I was that guy that's why I made that real because I'm like there's, yes there's there's there was a point where I knew and I eventually detached from them but I knew that this was a path I like the dudes that I that I grew up with. They was they was running trains like they work for the subway system, yo. And it was cool. It was cool. And they was like, yeah. Derek, you come in, and I was like, Nah, man, I'm a. Pa- I can't pass on. I didn't say I'm not messing with y'all. I was just like, I'm a pass. I'll at y'all next week at the club.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: crazy. Which meant the majority of them was cool with it.
1: Exactly. Nobody saw
2: it was wrong but me in that group. So when people say you hanging around with a group of people that's like you, they wasn't like me, but they was good dudes to go to the club with. You know, we have a cookout here and there. But that right there, I couldn't mess with. But that wasn't enough for me to detach. Why? Because I knew it happened so much amongst a lot of different groups of people that it wasn't enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm just not going to have these group of friends. Only until I got older, I realized, like, I really don't have to be their friend. Like, there was a part of me that needed to be loved by friends, right? So here comes the trauma, right? I wanted to be a part of the crew. So, but being part of the crew meant you had to accept the behavior. It's just like a gang. People don't join gangs because they, a lot of them don't join gangs because they want to kill people. They want to be a part of something. Be
0: a part of something.
2: Yeah. You, you're right. So <clears throat> we yep. it, it's it, it's something that I think like we can talk about this and have these conversations or whatever, but we gotta now leave these conversations and go into our communities and say this ain't cool.
1: Yeah, we have to change the the narrative on how the seed was already planted. We gotta uproot yep. that and start over. Because a lot of these old school people are now grandparents and they're teaching the grandchildren that way.
2: Yeah, that's why a lot of the people like myself that are out here like shouting from the rooftops, like, let's do better. I'm a life coach. I'm holding a men's group. We all got gray in our beards. Like we we now realizing that we have a voice to change. But we wasn't doing this when we was in our 20s. But now we like, man. we, we give, we really, and I'm, it it, it needs to be more, but there's a lot of us out here that's championing change now. Like, like the real shop and, you know, Tony Watson, like we not young, but we realize that those young people need us. They need us in a way that, that, that generations before us never really needed it like this. Cause it's, it's crazy out here. Oh Yeah.
1: It's out of hand and the, the guidance ain't there. It's like the guidance to do right isn't there but they're quick to pour into them the wrong. Like the wrong is just being pushed heavy. Oh man, you don't let her talk to you like that. You don't let her you don't take no from no woman. That's a woman. She ain't bigger than you. You the king. That's that new the king. You the king. You You run it. What?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the manosphere and the alpha male crew. Out there, they mm. they real special. That's a whole nother show.
1: You need to
2: <laughs> you need to yeah. earmark a show for the red pill in the manosphere.
1: Yeah,
2: put yeah. I that, guess put yeah. that on your. I schedule. guess that's why I wrote solo. I, cause I don't, I, don't, I don't cause I don't hear all that. You the king. Oh, you need you don't let her tell you know. I look at relationships like a business. Like, well, hey,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: All this crazy. All this shit crazy to me. Yeah,
0: but it that's is. that's
2: that's what's out here. To TK's point, that's what's out here. That's tri- like, yeah. and we know that the most uh, dysfunctional stuff gets gets the biggest. The squeaky wheel gets all the attention. But they really pushing that narrative out here now, when the women need to submit to me because I'm a man yep. and I don't have to do anything else. Oh I goodness. just have to be a male. Oh, you talking about the um, what the, the 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 what they call them, the whole tip and the the, the woke. Nah, not yeah. even not not it even. even that. About it ain't That's even
0: That's I'm about. I heard it
2: from. I'm like, bro, if you don't sit your full tooth having ass yeah. down. They probably they probably branch off into kind of the same kind of narrative, but now it's called the manosphere and the red pill community, meaning coming from the movie The Matrix, if you take the red pill, you know, you wake up and you figure out what's going on. So they feel like they now that they're, they're the red pill. That this is how it's supposed to be. I'm the alpha, and the woman needs to be, you know, and it's just stupid. Anybody who's really about that ain't gonna be going like wearing a T, they wearing T shirts saying alpha male on it. And I'm like, who does that? But yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Because if male, you to well, say well, it, you gotta, it, it's it, really it, not it, true. It's showing not tell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it was a, a guy on IG the other day. And he was on another podcast, so it really drew attention. And he was speaking along the fact that because when he gets married, he has to make all these accommodations for his wife, the least she can do is propose to him. And when when she proposes to him, she's supposed to get down on both knees, bow down to him and kiss his feet when she proposes. What the heck?
2: See, we...
1: (laughs) I can't make it up. I, I can't make it up. And I'm like, what?
2: That kind like some Huggy Bell shit. Mm.
1: I said, oh, okay, that's what we doing now? She, she got to bow down on both. Now, when you propose, you're on one knee, but she got to be on both knees and kiss your feet. And see, propose this,
0: to you.
2: this type of behavior speaks to the narrative of what we were talking about, about the husbands and the wives and the boyfriend, and even boyfriend and girlfriends, because they acting like they husband and wife these days too. So that that entitlement that someone even has over your body, the ownership. So it's like all of that includes sex too. Like they're like, yeah, the bowing down, but when I want some, you have to give it to me. Yeah. And Those yeah. of us who work in the real who, those of us who live in the real world, and me being married for twelve years. Me and or her, depending on how long of a day I had. I don't I'm trying to go to sleep, man. And I should (laughs) allow her that same grace when she's had a long day and get over myself.
1: Yeah. But it's not grace no more, it's seen as refusal that you could be all tired on your last leg and you still are supposed to give it up.
2: Yep. And if you don't, I'm going to take it. And that's where that problem comes in.
1: There you go. I even saw a female. She said that she's hypersexual. So she was on an IG live a couple of nights ago. And she said when she wanted, she wanted. So she said she's broke up with a dude because he wasn't giving it to her enough. So out of a seven-day week, she needed at least five times. And then she don't get it up five times, she's going to cut them off.
2: Oh, it's some people out there talking about they need it two or three times a day, seven days a week.
1: Man, who got time like that? They ain't,
2: no, they ain't got no job. That's what they do.
1: Man, like, <laughs>
2: I see it all the time, and I'm like, what? They ain't got no job. Where they work at?
1: Yeah, and like this dude got crucified because he was like, man, I didn't even realize. He was like, my schedule, I get up at four, I'm out the door by five. I'm coaching football, I'm doing this. By the time I get home, it's 9 o'clock. I got to be back up at the same time next day. He was like, I didn't even realize that I hadn't touched my girlfriend in about two weeks, and she called me on it. Man, he got ate up. How you not touch your girl for two weeks, man? And Oh, they ate him up on that live.
2: And that's why I'm trying to tell people now, um, the grown-up version of the coach, Derek, is... If sex is your primary reason mm. for being with somebody, you're never really going to have the type of relationship that you want because life happens. Life literally happens. Physicality, things happen. Somebody might get high blood pressure, diabetes one day, and and, and something may really, the libido and the stress. the stress, 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 stress affects everything. And then while that person is going through, you're like, man, you can't give it to me three times a day now? And they suffering? You got it, man. It's some, something wrong. Like, Baby. It, it's a lot of people out there that's like, if he ain't giving it to me like he did the first day and y'all 10 years in and y'all are older and he got, you know, four pill bottles on the side of bed because he's trying to keep his his pressure <laughs> down. He trying to, on, live. Man. I'm fucking trying to live. Come on, man
0: man
2: hey. Yo, hey i hate to say it like this but your love ain't shit like you you, know, you really ain't really down for that person once you get to that point man
0: okay.
1: no and, and we we all know the sex is a pro is an important aspect but your relationship shouldn't be built on it
0: yeah that's just like head. you
1: say it anything happen health is serious high blood pressure and you're getting over 40 look here your knees don't work like they used to um your your sex drive for for most men ain't where it is especially if you do like he said high blood pressure the medication itself is enough to mess with with which with your sex levels like it's so many things that happen once you hit after 40 over 40 is real
2: (laughs) yeah people people realize how how um how debilitating these things that we go through Um, on a regular basis a lot of us like even if it's just for moments like depression, stress, anxiety and how that affects your whole mood and so you saying you know what today baby I just I can't today I just need some time and she'd be like man if you don't like what's wrong with you 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 a man you can't what you can't get it up for me I'm standing right here and he's like yo like you got you just laid up that shit I heard, yeah, uh, somebody said that on I've it. heard
1: that, I, I've I've heard that, just, just lay, lay yeah, let him roll over and you just lay down. Like, what in the mother, like, the whole mind frame of people's thinking just, mm-hmm. oh, it just kills me, like, like, man, and some, great. you'll find some person, and I've seen this happen before, a guy. Um, When I was working in pharmacy, dude was taking two different erectile dysfunction meds. I was like, damn, I didn't even think they gave y'all all all that. And it was serious enough to where he, I guess he was pushing it because, of course, the insurance wouldn't pay for it. So he got the doctor to do a whole nother medical necessity paper, everything, because those meds are only given out normally in like 14, maybe 14 pills if your insurance good. Otherwise, they only gave you like seven. Um, he had 30 day supply on each that's rare on both of them like dude you mm. you you trying to hold it and then he got come to the counter he got horny goat weed and everything else and he, that's trying, to, goat he, trying, weed. To, he trying to stay in the game he trying to make sure he rides to the occasion i was like damn you gonna fuck around and kill yourself and he woke he, he died on top of me yeah, because he trying to keep up. So you going to kick him to the curb because you don't have no understanding. Like, come on, man. Make it make sense. Like was, Derek said it the best. Life freaking happens. Like,
0: Yeah.
2: And, and a lot of our bodies are related to our mood, our thought process, what we went through that day. Sometimes a man ain't going to get up because he don't like you right now.
0: You know what, what I'm saying?
2: And the same happens to women, right? Yeah, same happens to women a lot, right? And so yeah, we have the ex- sometimes have the expectation that you just supposed to be on all the time, and it's like, yo, we just you just you you know you you just yelled at me, yo. Like we never <laughs> doing that right now. Like yo, like what? Nah, go ahead. go somewhere with that.
1: Yeah, because I don't like you oh. right now. It ain't happening. I'm sorry. I, I I need to be in a better place. Be able to sex you. I, if I'm mad at you right now, dog, it is not going down. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the I'm last listening thing. To y'all, yes, sir.
2: Listening to y'all, a lot of this ties into what we were just talking about. Yeah, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. It's directly related to it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I made the comment that we have to realize that we have a higher brain function than to just be pumping all the time and pumping everything. And like, we, we have control over this. And if you feel like you don't and you're with somebody, you feel like you going to take it by any means necessary. That sounds like a person that likes to do the R word. Like, think about it. You got to get it by any means necessary. Don't matter if they not in the mood. Don't matter if they tell you no. You my woman, and I'm and I'm entitled. You hit this online, TK? You was You entitled to give me what I what I want because you you're mine.
0: Yeah. No but then it goes
2: back to what it. I said earlier. It's mindset. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 to that point to that point because of the influence of a lot of this stuff that's on social media. Because you can even take I hate to say it. You could even take the the Samuelites, right? Those dudes, that population ain't small. Kevin Samuel's followers. Yeah, <laughs> <had> that look. <laughs> that population wasn't isn't isn't they still out there? It's dudes popping up. All, what I'm saying is they wasn't openly saying this stuff before, right? So now they start to hear this narrative, and then they all start to parrot the same language and mimic the same behavior and the same talking points, you my woman, I'm a man, you must submit to me uh, all of this talk and they're mimicking it like little robots. And so you can say they're individuals making a decision, but there's something influencing it. And it's unfortunate that that they don't have the common sense enough as individuals to say, yo, this ain't me. Like, I hear what he's saying and I agree, but damn, like, it's women now when they date men, the one of the first questions they ask is, "Are do you are, do you um, believe in what Kevin Samuels is saying?" And if oh, they wow. say if they say yes, then they already know who they are dealing with. But wow. you, just, you just hear something that yeah, you know,
1: that's a whole new. They thing. have to have
2: the the brain the bandwidth. Yeah, but think about the, think about think about the society at large. How many uh, people yeah. are really sheep? To whatever <laughs> that's a whole other conversation, brother that's a whole whatever. other conversation we ain't gonna go there we ain't gonna go there
1: but that's what, that and that's why we saying like we're, what we're seeing on social media all what's this saying? stuff that we talked about is being heavily pushed i mean heavily pushed
2: okay uh, yes it's an algorithm it's it's mm-hmm. if something gets a certain amount of likes, that's what's going to the forefront yep and people, and let's let's be honest. People like drama.
1: Oh drama. yes,
2: yeah. PH yeah. ratings.
1: Yeah. Yes, especially now because people trying to get monetized. So yeah, especially now.
2: Yeah. It's unfortunate that very the TV, the social media influences so many people. Very, it's behaving out of their character just to mm. kind of fit a narrative. It, it's. It's so, it's the dumbest thing ever, but it also is a point to ponder and kind of look at. Like, even the songs, right? The FNF Ooh. song.
1: Oh, right? the what? The oh, the F, the
2: F Ninja Free song.
1: Yeah, it's with the F. We we didn't posted it in the group. Like, so, so, so my point to that, that,
2: that, that, that is. is that. You now will develop, even if a small population, there's a population of women that are out here singing this, and they're going to push whatever that narrative is and those lyrics, as if it was their own thought process. And the same happens to men. We've been doing this since the Easy E days. Like, it, <laughs> we'll follow, we'll follow. You know, and they say music doesn't. You know, it's an individual choice, but there's populations of people that that <laughs> that are following a narrative like sheep. Right. And YouTube is the new, you know, whatever. Like you go on there and you find a a, a podcaster that has two million subscribers, oh, and yeah. most of those subscribers are like, "Yeah, we doing what you say." It's power in that. For some reason, it is. Yep, that influence. It influences elections and politics yeah. and all yeah. kinds of shit. But yep. that's another conversation too. Yeah. That. Yep. Sure is. Y'all got topics for the rest of the year uh, for this one show. <laughs>
1: don't <laughs> be for real because i mean it's just like i don't know it just feel like it's just this month hit and it's just like like everything is just like running like a super herd of cattle or something being chased like like what the hell like it's 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 crazy and just the mind frame and you start thinking hearing people talk even on on Lord on TikTok and i'll be like oh i'm going who blocked I don't even want you coming down my. I don't even want you up in my follow, in my for you page no more. Cause you're yeah. obviously on some different type stuff. But the power,
2: the power of TikTok,
0: man. is something
2: that we never saw coming, and it and it's now influencing almost every, every, every um aspect of people's lives. Now, I disagree. Say,
0: I huh? disagree. I you disagree.
2: I and the reason why I said it it's not I agree with what you're saying about it. The impact. I think that TikTok was created off of how fast Facebook grew. Then it went from Facebook to Instagram. Uh huh. Then it went from Instagram to Twitter. So they seeing a pattern. So that's uh-huh. how I think. Again, that's how I think that TikTok was was created because they knew this was going to be the next level of social media. Well, so here's the thing, right? And I'm going to jump on and jump off of this because I know it's not the topic, but yeah. um, TikTok came out and lapped them all in yeah. record time Yeah, in a, in, in a different way um, than they were used to seeing. There were things out there that were similar, but somehow yeah. this became the norm, so much so that TikTok is being watched more than YouTube now. Whoever knew that that would be possible. TikTok is gaining market share on search engine searches over Google now. Right? So if you want to learn something, you're going to go to TikTok before you go to Google or YouTube. When you go listen to your local radio station, you're hearing songs that are being made popular on TikTok before Uh you hear anything else. And TikTok, those songs on that For You page, they play so much in rotation. You like, damn, let me go get that from Spotify or let me go. Let me go in the radio station. It's like we got to play it now. That's uh-huh. why every time somebody turn the radio, I'm like, this sound like my for you page. It's literally really? like it's crazy the way that the the impact that it has. And I know every social media has and I know over time technology improves, but they've done it faster to the point where, you know, Instagram is and Facebook are like now we got to do reels now too. Like we got to keep up with them now. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be something else that come out next. It's gonna be oh, a absolutely, the world. absolutely, absolutely. So, and it, it goes back to what you said, and it goes, it ties into what we're saying. What we're saying, like a lot of this stuff is being fed, force fed. We're force feeding this type of. This this behavior, and yeah. we're forced, we're assisting, enabling—that's the word, yeah—enabling the individuals who present this behavior with all the with all the technology, with all the social media stuff. Yeah. So it's just making it. I'm not saying making it worse, but it's enhanced. What's the word? I'm fl- Yeah, I'm fuck it, I'm just saying yeah, it's fuck. It's making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't no ways around it.
1: No, you you you're right because it, it's mass. I don't know nobody that don't have a TikTok. It's a yeah. thing at work that say her, her four year old got a TikTok page. I'm like, yeah, why?
2: TikTok be ruining my whole day sometimes because I be on that joint like.
1: <laughs> what? Because it's either the food hack, the food by itself, the food. Yeah, I would be like, ooh, I'm gonna try that or the the other little hacks that they have. But then every now and then you get one of these so-called gurus or one of these spiritual folks, Lord Jesus. That, yep. so Everybody bad.
2: on there is a tarot card reader. Boy. They are prophet. Prophetess. Spiritual
1: they healer. Hash yeah. at me
2: $5 to get your reading.
1: That, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, you, you're right. I guess
2: I am a hermit because I don't... Mm-mm.
1: You're so behind. Bless your heart. I prophet. really am
2: because like, I don't... Yeah. We'll talk offline because they might be watching.
1: They they might be. They (laughs) might. Um, so one of the comments that I seen earlier that came up was the notorious let me put the head in. Yep. That's one of them other ones' name. And said, No, just come on, baby. Let me so wait, wait, wait.
2: So what if the what if the woman say that? What if a woman say just put the head in?
0: (laughs) She's really (laughs) This she shit. said it to a dude that oh, don't
2: you want. you if the man if the man is resistant and she says yeah, that, just put the head. in. I'd like to find that guy somewhere. Like, I would like to <laughs> him. I'm would just asking. <laughs> it, it happens. Uh, it happens. She might. He will. She, just put the head in, just a little I, bit. He's she like, no, I no, I you don't want to. No, I don't. I find, find me that dude. He's on a remote location on the island somewhere, on under uh, CIA. Uh, <laughs> i'm not you saying it doesn't can't happen can't ladies and gentlemen i'm saying i would like to meet him because i'm like sir you have the strength of a thousand men
1: man you could saying. be
2: tired long <laughs> day
1: could, could, be. It could be it happens hey could be but I mean, usually that gives somebody y'all the burst of energy. So
2: I mean hold it, on. Is she wait? Is she talking about me? She's talking, she talking to you.
1: That's why I put it up there. She's talking to you. You. Yeah. And that's she, yeah. Shoot fit. Message with your mind, man. Don't even try it. with your mind. With your mind. We ain't, we ain't, you gotta read books. We ain't finna play. Play. play with you. We, we, we ain't read play.
2: books. Encyclopedia.
1: You remember the encyclopedia? That's yeah. that's probably why I have this. No, encyclopedia fool. britannica remember that come on? yeah they was pushing that but yeah um okay so derek do you feel like the unsolicited fall into here
2: say that last part
1: do you feel like the unsolicited picks fall into this category
2: loosely under the category of the title of the show
1: i would say loosely because you know you could tell somebody something and be like no i'm not interested you just started associating trying to communicate get to know and then it's like bam the picked and failed yeah i don't my my male
2: brain doesn't connect those dots like like to the to the type of topic of the show but maybe somewhere it may tie into it um and i'm I'm saying male as in Derek. i don't mean every man because i don't want <laughs> nobody you
0: know talking
2: about me i more think about the things that happen kind of like in real life but i know that there's a lot of behavior that happens on social media that we now have to take you know seriously as if it was um, so that's why i say loosely like my brain doesn't connect it but it probably does connect at some point i just have to be more cognizant of it and that in itself is normalized to the point where it's shrugged off too
1: oh very much and yeah. it's like it's like you're supposed like when you get it <laughs> when you get it it's supposed to be like you're supposed to be like oh, look now i want to just go jump on it. <laughs> yeah. I hope you I hope you don't do that
2: in real life, though. I hope you don't act like that in real life. Boy, please. You you, you know should what?
1: know me by now that you know if somebody sends me an unsolicited, they're gonna be automatically blocked before they can even send a response. Because that is a major turnoff to me. If we just communicate and trying to get to know each other, we're not at that point for you to be sending me unsolicited.
2: Yeah, but I will say to, to the counterpoint is there's a lot of women that like it, and I think that's why that's I true feel comfortable doing it. Cause I I I talked to a client, and I was trying to tell her like you want a husband, you got to stop moving in a certain way. Cause she had just um broken up like a couple months ago, and she was like. You know i want some sex and i just need to have it right we're going down that rabbit hole again i have to have some and i I need to Mm. find somebody she was like this one dude sent me this picture and it's making me curious and i was like Mm. okay um so you basically gonna go sleep with them because you got a picture but nothing else like nothing that like but that's what that's how people are and then she's gonna be back in your group talking about man ain't shit yep yep that's exactly what happened that's exactly what happened that's exactly what happened
1: yeah and in the words of derek unsolicited is a red flag
2: yep 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 it's a red flag unless you're one of those people like these a lot of women tell me they can shut their emotions off and they can just sleep with a bunch of men and it doesn't matter and i'm like yeah there's something else going
1: on
0: right i was about to
1: say that yeah right yeah, so no, that, that that there is like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's still like that kind of like, uh, to me, it kind of falls with coercion, because you can easily say, okay, well, now I'm not like that, even if somebody goes to the point and, you know, you're rejecting their advances or... You didn't tell them, hey, you know, I'm celibate. I'm not even crossing that road. And then it's like a whole different level of, okay, well, let me try and go ahead and divide and conquer this and gonna drop this. And some folks shouldn't be sending unsolicited. I'm gonna leave that down. <laughs> just, just saying. What you looking like the cat that swallowed the canary for? You You guilty? No, because I'm trying to figure out. I'm, maybe I'm thinking too much. No, I ahead. think you are you Yes. is yeah. You you yeah. You, you are.
2: But he, on this topic though, like, like a side note, it may go into something um earlier cuz you know I'm on the East Coast. Um him him. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> um <laughs> I remember there was this I was dating a woman and well, I, she was my girlfriend, but one of her one of her friends um used to go out a lot in sleep with a bunch of dudes like she would not sleep with like she would get they would get her or she would be drunk so drunk that she would go home with a dude every time she went to the club and she would go home and this happened multiple times right she would go home with the dude he would sleep with her drunk right she would wake up the next morning and it'd be a whole different dude oh
0: yeah
2: yeah, and 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 It was so passe for her that she would do it again um, and that she would feel bad the next morning like how did I get here but what my point is is that these men with their individual (laughs) whatever right they did that and for her to do it with so many different men was mind boggling to me right but then she told me later that when she was in college that five dudes the r word in the same night
1: wow
2: and so i was like so now for her that sex that she has with these men on a regular basis drunk and incoherent i don't know what that i know there's some kind of psychology behind it but i was just like i felt bad because i'm like It wasn't like she woke up the next morning and she was like, yeah, I got me some. It was like, oh, shit. I don't even know how I got home. It's control. That's what I... I ran across a couple women like that and they all said the same thing. It's control. They know that they went home with their dude. Now, the whole waking up with somebody else, that could have been part part of the conversation or whatever, but it's about control. And I was just like, yes. that's very interesting. But I'm not talking about tipsy. I'm talking about can't stand up drunk.
0: <laughs>
2: like, I had a, I had a friend like that, and I used to tell her, I was like, yeah, because she was, she would get to the point so drunk that we would put her in the back of the car. And, you know, she was a stripper. Not stripper like that it was her job, but when they get drunk, that's what, that's the act they'll do. So she'll start taking off her coat, man. Yeah. It was an interesting night a few times. And after that, I was just like, I can't, I can't go nowhere with you because yeah. Yeah.
0: at the end of the night I'm fighting.
2: It's either I'm fighting or the end night gets ruined because everybody's trying to take you out the car or whatever. Nah, fuck yeah. That. Yep. Oh, and no. that is what I was talking about when you have group, and we're talking just for this illustration of men that will see that they wouldn't think like you and they would just be like yeah just you know right, right. Right. Yeah. yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. the part that's the part that that we have to try to change the narrative it's not that there may not be one or two guys individually that may be inherently like that it's the fact that your crew is watching it and they're co-signing it that's the real problem Cause we can out these individuals that you spoke of real easy. If we actually gave a damn, we can out them all—the individuals that you talked about earlier. Oh, it's just an individual choice. We can out them, so it didn't need. So it wouldn't even have to look so big. It looks big because of the people that are sitting in the car while you're shooting everybody up. Like mm. you feel guilty. Guilt by association. Yep. The guilt by association. And, and the and, and the men who parrot and mimic the behavior because they want to be accepted by those individuals the you followers. now become a part of the problem. and so now it looks cultural even though it may really not be
0: right.
1: Wow yeah that, that's yeah that 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 right there definitely that right there.
2: Because right. I, believe, I believe inherently to, to your point, D, that, that most of us aren't inherently just deviant sexual predators. I think a lot of us have a deficit in like needing to be loved or needing to be accepted by a group that we then start to parrot the behavior and now it makes this big narrative that we almost kind of lose control of. Um, But I don't think we're inherently, like I always talk about on my show, how you could take a really good person and then you, and then you layer like some trauma on top of it. And that behavior that's attached to the trauma comes out, however it comes out. Right. But then that same person might be, the leader of a Boy Scout troop, or he may be the best son ever. And, they, and then, when you catch the person doing the deviant behavior, they're like, "That's not who I really am. I'm I'm a good guy." Like, wait, and, or if somebody does something bad and the police put them in jail, and you go go out and like to the family or the neighbors, and they be like, "He was a he was an amazing person." Like, I don't understand where this comes from. When you have people who are inherently good, but either co-sign or or mimic the behavior we still got a hell of a problem. Yeah. Because that means there's a lot of stuff that's not even being talked about ever, like ever, like people take it to the grave ever.
0: Mm. And that's
2: why I'm glad that we have forums like this, forums like mine. We have yeah. the internet so people can actually hear that it's not just them. And they like, yeah, I want to speak up about it now. We haven't had that before. Yeah. Yeah. So now you really get to see, to my point at the beginning of the show, you really get to see the real numbers, not the stats, not the calculations based on police reports. You get to see real people telling real stories in tears and you like, damn, men and women. But you like, wow, like statistics be damned. And this is most the st- statistics. We're only talking about what's been reported
1: yeah yeah you you're right so sir that question is for you
2: oh oh as a parent explain our kids have conversations pertaining to the our culture without instilling fear and creating limitations so here's the thing right it's two different types of conversations right there's a conversation that you would have with someone that would be a potential victim and there's a conversation that you would have to the person who may eventually become the predator, right? So the conversation, and sometimes that the conversation is, you know, it's in a you can kind of have it at the same time because you want the kid to understand the, the the consequences to the behavior as well. But it's really like, depending on their level of comprehension and what age they are, it's really like, you should not do this to the little girl or little boy because it's not right, right? A lot of parents, that see how simple that was? A lot of parents don't have that conversation because they think that their kid is just going to grow up and figure it out, right? But when Mm -hmm. they go into school, as we know, they're learning from what they see from the other kids. They don't have your voice in their head saying, yo, that's not If you ever came into this situation, that's like, as adults, we know all of this shit. We know if you touch a girl on the butt, there's consequences. We know if you do this, but we don't sit at home and say, yo, little son, that that ain't, don't do that. There's going to be a time where you're going to start liking girls. Don't do this. This is the repercussions for people that think that they go unchecked. Your ass could end up in jail for doing some shit like that. We don't do this because we think they're just going to grow up. We talk about everything else. Most parents don't even talk to their kids about sex. So, That's hard. this ain't even like. So, it's. it's so, then, then, you know, to the person who may be, let's say it's a little girl who may be a potential victim, you have to now illustrate to them the types of behavior to look out for. Yeah. Because. Kids inherently are looking for acceptance. They're looking for love. They're looking for friends. But we're not telling them, we know you're going to have some friends, but even if your friend does this, it's not cool. If you see your friend doing this to someone else, it's not cool. These are the conversations that we have to have with our kids early so that they do not start to parrot the behavior. They have to now start thinking with their own brain and not do the thing but like i said we send them to school and they come back and as long as the grades are good who cares about whatever whatever else is happening in there unless it's something you getting called by the principal or something we yo like how was school today it was fine until you get that call where they like your son just grabs a girl's breast are you like my son my son would never do that. Did you ever have a conversation about it with her? Did you? No? Not that that conversation is foolproof, but you got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, well, you're you right. Yeah, even about personal space and boundaries.
2: Yeah, right? all of that. no
1: zones. All of that. Yeah. All of
2: that. And I don't believe a lot of parents are even talking about that. So yeah. if you don't have that, they're going to be learning it from their friends. Yeah. You're definitely right. So it yep. it, it sucks, it, it suck. but I think the more we talk about it, the more we show better. That's why I say we got to start in our own homes. And if our home and how we how we address and treat our kids becomes something that, like, your kid could tell another kid, yo, that's wrong, then it's a win. That little win is a win.
1: Yeah. And another
2: that. parent could see how you treat your kid and they could and they might see themselves and say, wow, like maybe I need to do something different. Now, what did you say to your son that made him act this way? Like he's very polite and he's making sh- oh let me tell you what I did. This is how I talked to him. Now it starts to cause somebody gonna see their kid.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, this damn mouse.
1: Mm-mm, you over there breaking the mouse?
2: <laughs> no, I said. You know me. I have gadgets.
1: Yes. Yes. Very much. But now that, so. that that's that's good info though. Definitely good info. So, um, we uh any any more questions, uh, Mister Advocate over there? You got anything mm-hmm. No. Just, just checking. Just, just checking. All right, because we at that little over two hour mark, and we know Derek is up yonders. So he a yep, little definitely. ahead of us. Yeah.
2: Where you at, Derek? I'm at a DC, Maryland, DC area. So oh shit, I just left though. It's he 11 over here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in South Carolina. Now. Okay. That's where my family both of my parents are from, South Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh we gonna go ahead and, uh, as Derek said, land land the plane and gonna yeah, close out. Be landing the jumbo jet tonight. Uh, <laughs> you right, you right. Uh, Pink said, "Thank you, Derek. We appreciate you as always. Great show, coabs. Hope you feel better, ma'am."
2: Yeah, get better soon. Hey, get some, get some, some
1: cognac, a
2: lemon, some honey, and a peppermint.
1: You went, you, you you pulling out the old people files, huh? Hey, but shit, you felt better after two days, baby. That alcohol was enough to kill a horse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you got to drink it while you while it's warm. Like yeah, say, you got to drink wild, it hot. It gotta be hot. so You can feel it on the inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, most definitely. All right, so uh, see, she said hot toddy. She already know. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A little alcoholic. You know she's going to be asleep for real yep Yeah. normal yeah definitely so um Derek you want to head and uh, give your closing sir tell people how they can reach you about the wonderful love academy
2: well again I appreciate you for having me on again guys this was another good show as they always are um yeah, this is a this is a heavy topic and it's a topic that needs to, to be discussed more often in yeah. a lot of different in a lot of different avenues and platforms and cities and homes and all that stuff because what we do, what our parents did, what our uncles did, we gift all of that to our kids, and we have mm-hmm. the opportunity to change that cycle. And we have an opportunity, if it's never happened in your family, you have an opportunity to prevent it. So either you're going to break the cycle or you're going to prevent one from starting either way. You got a job to do. Um, as far as finding me, um, you can, the best way to find me is to, my, my brand is called relationship gumbo. If you go to myrelationshipgumbo.com. that's the funnel for everything. This is where you want to go and it will direct you to downloading and, and uh, connecting to an app, get the app, Um, And then you won't have to worry about anything else. If you go inside the app, everything funnels in from there. You'll get notifications if I'm going to pop up somewhere or if there's something coming up. Um, You'll get it firsthand. If you want online courses, if you want eBooks, group coaching is going to start soon. So you have things that are in there that are priced um, in a way that it shouldn't hurt you too much. But. It's not it's not going to be free. So you got to you got to come in there. It's free to get in there. It's a community. Um, You know, we uh, I'm starting to kind of ramp up discussions on different topics and like this little uh, group discussion and all of that. So just just come in there. It's going to get bigger and better as we go. But get in the app and then everything else you don't have to worry about. But the website is myrelationshipgumbo.com. So that's
1: it. Most of uh troublemaker on
0: the bottom all right
2: uh i'm gonna make mine short uh, no nah, it was a, it was a good good topic good conversation um for those who think i live in a bubble no i don't i just i gotta play a role and i just gotta push the envelope make sure there's nothing no agenda being driven but as far as my my closing. Closing comments. Um, don't be quiet. Period. Like whether it happened to you, whether you watching it happen, whether you you witnessing something, don't be quiet. Just don't sit there and be a uh, be a a bystander. All right. Be the be the change that's needed. We are, we all we 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 as a people as a community already have too many tags on us. We're savages. We're this. We're that. We don't need to keep perpetuating that we don't, it's time for us to, to make that change. And, and everybody always using the word king, we kings and kings and kings, kings don't act like that. Kings don't right. do shit like that. So if you want to truly wear that, wear that title, you need to start acting like a king and start taking care of your people. Um, And yeah, and rape of any kind, whether it's jump out of bushes or, Taking it from your wife is not—it's not acceptable. It's not good. That that, that just shows the, that just shows your immaturity and your your you weak. <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. I was trying to be politically correct, but you, you're just weak. You have to understand people. We all in this world together, so you got to understand each other. And if you say you love love them or like them or attracted to them, that's not how you show them.
1: Uh, And on that note, that's all. All right. That's what's up. Um, Derek, thank you as always for coming on. We love having you on because it's always a a good episode and some laughs, but we can always be serious about things too to educate because that is one of the reasons um, for this platform to bring awareness to situations that aren't discussed in the Black community Um, and We need these tough conversations. Uh, We have a lot of generational curses that many of us actually want to break. And this is a start to be able to do that by bringing awareness. Um, Of course, rape is never okay of any kind. And um, we know that it it exists. It is real. It's not a unicorn. It happens more than we think in different ways. Um, So definitely be a voice. Bring awareness um, to these situations. I don't care if it's family, friends, whatever. You have somebody that's doing it, call them on their shit. Like, real talk. Family members, go and pick up the phone, call 911. Don't worry about putting another black man in jail because he wasn't worried about going to jail when he committed that. So, fuck that shit. Um, But nevertheless, um, as growing and healing and um, being better, um, if you're looking for any therapy, anybody that gives life coaching, definitely inbox us. Because in this uh, podcast family, we have so many people that are helping and are, are you know, growing on themselves as well to be able to help those that do have problems, even in relationships. Um, don't and don't be ashamed to ask for help for number one. Do not be ashamed um a lot of healing is needed. Um, like I said, I use Derek. Me and Pinks probably worked <laughs> <up. laughs> me and Pink's beat Derek up. Derek, hey, we got this situation right here. He red yeah. flagged me one day so bad. I didn't <laughs> even think it had no more room in the goddamn messenger. Yeah. <laughs> so that's many why friends. that's
2: why my brand is 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 more engagement and community driven than Derek driven. that's why and it's built that way so that you don't have that hesitation that you would if you was going in somebody's office now that doesn't mean that some of y'all don't need to go into my office but if you need a conduit to get you there to make you feel more comfortable that's that's why I exist
1: yes and it's needed like I said we got a couple of other ones that's on board that you know hey we can within this circle we can find somebody to help you Um, between Derek and Alta man say hey Woo. yeah i, I I'm, I'm pretty covered right now and i'm thankful for both of them and i actually met i met alter through Derek. so like i say family in this podcast community hey we we doing it to it and we all have the 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 vision of being better greater and healing so you know we we got to take them steps to be better and grow because a lot of us do got a lot of childhood trauma and sometimes people don't understand how much or how deep that trauma is or why you're not moving and progressing the way that you feel like you should because you got this trauma all this this whole bag back here and suitcase and probably a u-haul behind you we gotta heal we gotta heal from that and work on that to be better and greater and to break these curses so Hey, it's a lot in that end game, but the end game is good. So definitely reach out. Um, thank you for everybody that tuned in tonight. We appreciate y'all as always. Um, but make sure you be here next week and tune in. Uh, look for the flyers for whatever the topic is gonna be. And much love and all be safe because whoo! Between COVID and monkeypox, baby, monkeypox don't even look good. That look, that looks strange to the mug. I'm saying on that note, but definitely be safe. Wear your damn mask. Lysol yourself. I take Lysol baths at work. I'm probably the only person that ain't had COVID. Cause yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm serious with it, and ain't never stopped wearing my mask. So yeah, just hey, be safe. knock on wood, Man, yeah, so. knock on wood. Oh yeah, I know because I've been off of work for the last ten days because our case is inside the daycare. Got so bad Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't yeah no so that's why i say, just be safe the kids are about to get ready to start going back to school and these numbers are rising hell even the president still he didn't had it twice within a what a week Mm. yeah um just be safe so on that note we are out we thank and appreciate y'all again be blessed